welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that got so much flimflarm, filflarm snow that it could build a literal flimflarm igloo <clears throat> with just, just like, I'm just going to run a cable out of my house <laughs> and just like waterproof it and just stick it into the side and then I'm just going to like put a surge protector in there and be like, cool, I'm just going to like just live in this igloo now because... <laughs> I'm like, uh, the snow is literally 10 feet high. I could build like a small two bedroom apartment that I could then like put on Airbnb and like some Vikings will come and live in it for like just a goof uh, for like two weeks and then I'll make a bunch of money. And anyway, we're starting the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my text tone just went off and it's really obnoxious. So. I don't know if anybody heard that, but yeah. Oh, I don't know if they heard it over my ranting, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. we got we got too much snow, y'all. Yeah, you have a lot of snow. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't speak for you, but like, no, we don't have all, that much snow. All the people that are like, I love when it snows. I'm like, no, fuck. There's there's a, there's a line like <laughs> there's a line that happens where like if the city is going to stack the snowbanks high enough that you cannot see oncoming cars there's too much snow yep yep because the city does not care they went they go we clean the roads and it's like yeah but now i won't know if somebody's coming up my street you know mm-hmm. going 40 miles an hour mm-hmm. or 65 kph or around it for those uh not using freedom units to measure uh distance and and speed and such but yeah so uh too much snow but we we uh we're going to live. We're going to live through it as long as it hopefully doesn't snow again. Because, again, I could, I mean, very well have built that just nice, cozy little two-bedroom igloo at like, yeah. this point with all the snow we've gotten. Yeah, if you, I was an you, engineer. You got a lot of snow, and it was crazy. We have, I don't know, we don't have that much snow. <laughs> um, but whatever when you get old enough that you have to start like removing your own snow snow is no longer fun i'd agree with that i'd agree with that Um, i also don't like driving in it very much so i remember like like it's it's this weird like bell curve because for me existing in the midwest when it snowed as a kid Mm -hmm. people knew how to drive and they knew like it was it was like Oh, I've lived in Wisconsin or I've lived in Minnesota or I've lived in Illinois where it snows all, or Iowa all my life. Mm-hmm. So I know how to go 35 miles an hour, but also like not crash a car. Yeah. But now it's like a reverse belt. It's a valley curve, I guess I'll call it Cause <laughs> now. Because then like when I was like becoming like of age where I was driving, that was like a situation. No, it's not even a curve because it's like it's just like gone straight down. Like it's still there. <laughs> I'm thinking about it like in my head. I'm like, where, did, what, what, actually, where did it go back up for it to be like a valley curve or a bell curve? Nope, nope, nope. Just didn't. a decline. So now it's like people are going five miles an hour and they're still finding a way to crash their cars. Or they're like going, well, oh, this is just fine. Like I lived in Wisconsin all my life. I can go 60. And then they go, oh, I take this turn, right? I take this turn right here. And then their car flips 17 times. And they're just like, wow, how did that happen? And I'm just like, yo. Ridiculous. People are the worst. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we love you, but some of y'all are the worst. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, 
there will be plenty of rants in this episode we promise so yep we've already we've accurate. already gone over two of them <laughs> oops we um, did it again <laughs> oh man Brittany, please don't sue we love you and we're real sorry things are happening to you oh we need to do a podcast about that i heard uh <laughs> so steph goes so you're gonna be like watching this soon right and i was like I think I was like going upstairs to do something. I was like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you're going to watch this soon. And I was like, I mean, if that's like your weird ass way to tell me you want me to watch it with you, I mean, I'll consider it. And she's like, no, Amelia said that, that she wanted to do an episode on this. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm sure I'll confer with Amelia on this at a later date. <laughs> it's like, I don't fucking know. She she was watching it and I was just like, oh, I kind of want to watch it. It might be interesting to do a podcast about it. That's literally it. And like, yeah, uh, no, sh- no shade, or, <laughs> no shade or upsetness. I was just like, she was just so forward about it. She's like, yeah. oh, you're going to watch this. And I was like, are you telling me? <laughs> or are you asking me? Because I'm like going to go like take a shower. <laughs> and I love Brittany. But I think I dislike being gross more than I love Britney. So <laughs> I was like, sorry, babe. The the shower's winning out this yeah, time. Yeah, not right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. That's like what we do on, on the podcast is we propose feature episodes and then yeah. eventually eventually y'all see them. So, you know, yeah. or hear them, I guess, in this case. Exactly. Uh so yeah, hey Amelia, how was your week? Uh, yeah um so i um last week came back to work after a week off and Mm -hmm. i was like how do i do my job again Mm -hmm. can't recall um so it was kind of a rough week in that way (laughs) like i don't know it was like i felt like i was coming into the middle of a story like i had no idea what people were talking about Mm -hmm. and i was like i was only gone for a week what happened yeah but yeah um otherwise nothing real special i guess um but but this episode will be dropping on february 12th and as of february 7th we've been around for one whole year yeah we did it we did it y'all we uh and with that defi- end of podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. We still need to finish Shit's Creek, so that's when we can end the podcast. <laughs> I was like, "How dare you fucking pull a cliffhanger that doesn't get uh, <laughs> resolved in the next season? Are you fucking ninety sitcoms? Like, what is happening?" Right now? <laughs> no, I would never do that to you. Uh, <laughs> I would never do that to myself. Fucking like, uh, what's uh, Corey's sister that they just fucking like wrote out of the show and goddamn forgot and then like brought her back down with like, admittedly a pretty great like self referencing burn of being like, I was in my room the whole time. (laughs) And I was just like thinking about that, like just in this moment of being like, that's funny to me, like being like, hey, all of the major things that happened in like, Corey's like family happen and then Morgan is just like creeping down the stairs being like anything major going on fuck I have to go back upstairs (laughs) (laughs) can I finally just use the restroom and get a sandwich just like (laughs) creep down the stairs at 3 a.m. on an episode where they're not doing something at 3 (laughs) a.m. she's been in her room just like uh, just like collecting all sorts of like 
awards and like <laughs> silently creating the best like school like career of her life because she's got no distractions from her fucking family. <laughs> oh man, my brain is wild. Uh, this this month, y'all. It it happens. So, mm. Sherrick, how was your week? Well. Um, I'll tell you how my month has been so far, and it's been blackity black, black, black because it's Black History Month, and uh, the blackness is real. So um, I'm a little loopy, to be honest, because uh, we haven't recorded in a little bit, but um, I've been doing rehearsals for um, Winston Nishona's uh, um, uh, John Connie and uh, Ethel Fugard's The Island, which will go up March 1st. Um, presented by Milwaukee Chamber Theater. So you can get your tickets now if you go to MilwaukeeChamberTheater.com um, and you'll be able to see that. It's um, being done virtually, so you can't, like, obviously you can't go to a theater to see it, but you can see it in the comfort of your home. But myself and my uh, partner, Demonte Henning, will uh, Henning uh, will be doing the show, like, actually, like, in person. Like, we will be on mm-hmm. a stage together, like, no masks putting on a show we have been extensively tested um we're running it at the as we are recording this episode is my it is my one day off and then we hit tech week so that we're we're putting together the final pieces of it and we're excited about that i decided to um start doing some modifications to my uh less than a year old personal computer and i have learned that buying prefab is uh not the best if you want to do that so um I've learned my lesson in that regard, but it, I still was able to accomplish the thing that I set out to do. So um, that was interesting. And I've got some other cool stuff that's happening later in the month that I am not officially allowed to talk about yet. Ooh. So keep an eye on future segments of this podcast, and I will tell you what it is and how you can check it out if you want. So there's that. Yay. Also, I'm saying this so that... Um, it is spoken out to, into the universe. Um, there is currently a small batch of uh, uh, Amelia and Sherrick, what are you doing merchandise? I believe there's like a, a shirt or two in a mug, but there will be more at some point soon. TM. So That's news to me even, so. <laughs> I think you knew that there was stuff out there. I no, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know but, that there might be more stuff coming, but there might be more stuff coming. I'm speaking it out there because that will, if it's written down, <laughs> like someone will be like, Hey, you said this. And I'll be like, you're fucking right. I did say that. Let me get yep. on that shit now. So yep. yeah. So there's that. Yeah. That's awesome. That segment ran way long. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. It does. Um, so, um, yeah. Since, since I can't shut the fuck up and, uh, <laughs> It has been a year since we started this podcast. Uh, uh, we thought uh, it would be a good idea to cover the very first topic that we covered on the show, which was Super Bowl commercials, because yep. the Super Bowl has come and gone. Uh, I was I'm going to go on a, another small mini rant of being like, uh, congratulations to Tampa Bay. I don't care for Tom Brady, but you know what? He won a Super Bowl, so he won more than any other NFL franchise as a whole has won it by this point. But I really need every other talk radio station in the United fucking States to do me a huge favor and not be bemoaning your, it should have been my team shit. 
like I know that certain talk radio in my state will be doing for the next six and a half months because basketball's going on and baseball's going on and I don't even really give that much of a care about basketball but like to me you're doing a huge disservice by like moaning about why the Vikings or the Packers or the fucking 49ers didn't make it when you have other sports teams in your city who are being neglected and they need the attention so just do me the favor if you if sports radio if you're in like tampa bay i know you're not listening to this podcast but i don't give a shit um celebrate congratulations you did it you can talk about this fucking win for the next 20 plus years but everywhere else uh, move move the fuck on to the different sports i don't want to hear about football from from losers (laughs) i'm being rude i'm being rude but like i know that certain sports talk radio and i said this to my friend sam i was like you know what would happen is, and I'm using my city as an example, I was like, the Bucks could run the table all the way to the NBA championship, and then the Brewers could, like, sign, like, a couple of free agents that they would probably have no business signing and sweep the World Series, and there'd be talk radio happening in my state being like, Matt LaFleur ruined the Packers and they didn't make the Super Bowl. And it's like, fucking stop. Like, <laughs> they lost. That's it. Like, move on. We We can, yes, we can... We can reconvene with football when preseason starts, but and then don't fucking pollute my airwaves with <laughs> they should have won. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't care. But I'm just being rude today. I don't that... care at all. So <laughs> <laughs> I may ask Amelia to cut that sports rant out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Or no. if Amelia doesn't do it, I'm going to ask JM to do it maybe because I don't know if it needs to be in there. I don't anyway, know, it's a rant filled episode. I'm into it. It is. Um, we're being real. Apparently, I've I've run out of fucks to give. Yeah. <laughs> my garden is buried under ten feet of snow, and that is where I keep all of my fucks. So uh, yeah. unless I get some real sturdy boots, I'm not getting out there anytime soon. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, we're talking Super Bowl commercials because we talked about that uh, on our very first episode. Mm-hmm. Who doggy? There were some. Uh, yep. There were. Some. <laughs> there were some. Period. Yes. <laughs> Um, how do you want to do this? Should we just like do our highlights? Should we talk about each yeah. one individually? I think like let's just do our highlights, okay. I guess. And then um, we can kind of circle around from there because they, they've yeah. already spent a, a ton of time listening to us rant. Uh, yeah. I'm going to point out the one that I fu- that fucking stuck with me. Uh-huh. That motherfucking Aston Kutcher and Mila Kunis commercial yes! with the fucking Cheetos and they Which... got shaggy. <laughs> Which can we just re- remember that last year our a Cheetos commercial was like also our favorite? Uh yes, it was. It was at with MC Hammer, if I recall yeah, correctly. You can't touch this. Yes. <laughs> you know, honestly, congratulations to them because like they had technically they had another spot, I think, because they're a Lay's brand, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Okay, because they had another spot when, like, I think it was Marshawn Lynch. Uh, again, I don't know that much about football, so I think that's Marshawn Lynch that was telling, like, the, the story. Oh, um, the night before Super Bowl one? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so, like, they had that spot there, and they could have called it a fucking day, but they were like, well, how can we make this better? Mm-hmm. I know. Let's get fucking perennial, Shaggy. like, <laughs> perennial 90s and 2000s, like, meme artist Shaggy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you have not seen this commercial, or if you don't know the song wasn't me, get the fuck out. Um, (laughs) 
but it's this commercial 2021, where... 2021, we're drawing the line in the fucking sand everywhere. Yeah. Um, where Mila Kunis is eating Cheetos and Ashley Kutcher is catching her and she, at the end of the commercial, is like, it wasn't me. And he's like, okay. <laughs> um, but there's I- Shaggy singing in it and he's changed the words and I need to go back and learn them. But like, can we just talk about how fucking ridiculous that song is? But yet, like don't come at me with how like i love that song (laughs) yeah it's like it's like incredibly like it you know it's so it's so like a time capsule Mm -hmm. of of that time of just Mm -hmm. being like oh you got caught cheating deny that shit that makes you a true bro instead of just like being like a fucking adult and like owning up to what you've done anyway uh before we get there i would just like to point out shaggy's just normal ass like that has never worked before because that's what sent me. I was like, I, I was enjoying yeah. it until he was just like, this is what I sound like. And I was like, I have never heard Shaggy's speaking voice. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that man. That, that shit got I also me. like that he like admits like people who use that as an excuse, it doesn't work. It doesn't mm. work to say it wasn't me after they've mm. been caught. But in this commercial, it does. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, like, if we do, like, a, a mini, like, a mini, not a music video breakdown, but a mini song breakdown of It Wasn't Me, I don't think that the point was is that, like, you say it because it works. You say it because that's what saves face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You could just be like, oh, she's tripping. It wasn't me. Like, <laughs> she, like you literally have, like, her perfume just, like, all <laughs> over your face, and you've got, like, a fucking kiss mark. I'm going to use PG-13 as I can. Like, <laughs> Like right on your cheek that is clearly not your girl's lipstick and you're like it wasn't me i told her that wasn't me fellas like she's tripping and i'm like you know you know just full on in the 90s slash early 2000s that was (laughs) that is what it was but like that song always makes me think of like seventh grade Mm -hmm. seventh grade eighth grade something like Mm -hmm. that and i had a friend who had shaggy's album which did it have other songs on it besides that and angel uh can i tell you a quick funny and, and embarrassing would... share story yeah. did i tell this story to you already about i don't know but about on. angel by shaggy oh maybe but we would we would play it in the locker room and like getting ready for gym class okay <laughs> It wasn't me or thirteen-year-olds, both of them, because she had I the album. It. So it was just like the album would play. Anyway, okay, tell me your story about. Apparently, Angel. that song is twenty years old, according to Yahoo News. Because uh, two thousand one, two thousand. Um, two thousand. Okay, yeah. It was, so it was like eighth it, grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. It came off. I'm trying to see if I can figure out what album it was on. It was on Hot Shot, which did come out in two thousand. Um, Hot Shot, Angel, um, It Wasn't Me. Yeah, nobody knows any of the other songs. Shout, which I think might have been like a, that might have been like a, um, maybe a Michael Jackson cover? I'm not sure. But yeah, basically as far as like singles that we would recognize, well, I guess singles from Hot Shot were It Wasn't Me, Angel, Love Me, Love Me, Dance and Shout slash Hope, which like the last two haven't heard. No idea. Um, Nope. Yeah. So for what that's worth, um, there is that. Uh, I'm going to send this article from Yahoo uh, to you because we should probably talk about that maybe off mic. But that's okay. Um, 
Anyway, it's it's a it's a hilarious it's a hilarious twist on the song, a -hmm. song that like you know is essentially as Yahoo Entertainment will uh, call it a a cheating anthem. (laughs) Great. I mean, where where's the fuck to lie at? It ain't no yeah no. It's that's what it is, you know. So yep. Yeah, classic. Hold on. Uh, Here's. Here's what, like, uh, and because I don't want to tease too heavy, but like, here's just a, a quick excerpt, uh, care of Yahoo Entertainment. Um, the origins of It Wasn't Me was inspired by Eddie Murphy routine in his comedy special, Raw. Um, and he talks about how, like, he just thought it was great. Like, it was very relatable, whether you're young, old, black, white, straight, gay, it's relatable because, you know, all humans cheat. And uh, apparently he's like, there's always a little bit of humor in my music. So it was a great record and fun vibe, but it kind of just took off. So that's that's just something that he had to say about it hmm. so but no very funny commercial uh definitely gave me give the hat tip to cheetos because i was like in lays because i was like i don't know if y'all could top the the mm-hmm. can't touch this because that was pretty funny to me mm-hmm. um I, and i've talked enough so feel free <laughs> to give your thoughts yeah no i yeah that was my favorite commercial too Mostly, like you said, because of the nostalgia and and that, and um, yeah, Lay's had a good had a good run of commercials because they yeah they also had the night before Super Bowl with a bunch of former players eating Lay's chips of various mm-hmm. sorts. I thought it was a funny concept. I liked the beginning with Eli and Peyton Manning and them getting in trouble with their dad. Yeah. <laughs> um who i maintain i was like that's some excellent like that's some excellent lore because their dad would definitely whoop their ass at that (laughs) would not care (laughs) nice yeah um the rest of it i was just kind of like whatever to me but it was a good concept i thought it was funny um Mm -hmm. and then is doritos also lays i don't know well, we're going to keep talking about chips because that's yes. just where my head's at. Yep. Um, they're also bringing back uh, Doritos 3D, y'all. Um, it is Frito-Lay. So I thought the commercial was kind of like weird. Um, with a, a commercial with Matt McConaughey and, and it being weird? Amelia, come I on. know, right? The audacity. Yeah, the no, audacity. I thought the commercial was kind of weird. But I like I want to go out and buy Doritos 3D like right the fuck now. So I think it's more because they're delicious and less because Matt a flat Matt McConaughey. I did like the bit yeah. where like the lady was like trying to get him to like get his coffee and then he turned and she was like the fuck did you come from? <laughs> yeah like, yeah that was a good that that was a good bit. But other than that, I was just yeah. kind of like this is just creepy because it's yeah. just like yeah. this weird oddly rendered Matthew McConaughey like. Walking around, yeah. and then he like is like, "Oh, the 3D chips," and like I get that they're setting up the bit, but like even as it a was, flat person, Matt McConaughey, yeah. you have to have the foresight to be like, "If I eat these chips, maybe I should exit the fucking vending machine." <laughs> I did like that. I mean, it was stupid, but I did like that. that yeah, he flips in the vending machine and eats the chips, and then becomes 3D, and so now yeah. he's like stuck. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, the commercials really weird but yeah the nostalgia factor of doritos 3d chips also Mm -hmm. just like yeah i want to i want to run out and get that um Um, yeah what 
No, I was pointing to you because I oh. said um at the same time as you. And I'm like, go ahead. I... No, I think my other favorite commercial is um, I'm probably this is probably a little bit biased, but I actually actually really like the whole commercial is the M&M's commercial. Um, I wonder why. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but honestly, if Dan Levy was not in that commercial and that bit was not there, I still think I would like that commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do really like that it's like it's, it's like people handing out packages of M&Ms as like an apology. Yeah. And I really like the like here's M&Ms. I'm sorry for mansplaining. Mansplaining is when oh no, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like I'm sorry I called you a Karen. My name is Karen. I'm sorry your name is Karen. <laughs> so like I did I just I like that commercial in general. But then, yes, at the end, Dan Levy is in it, who I love and adore and would murder all my friends to be friends with. So um, just kidding. I wouldn't do that. That's why I am staying way the <laughs> fuck over here. I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you spoke it into the universe. And if I'm being completely honest, I you probably didn't even need to because I'd have been like, Dan Levy's over there. Amelia's within shanking distance. I'm going to stay... I would be the like, Dan, the Dan. Thing is, though, he would never ask me to do that. Okay? I, who, who the fuck said he would ask you to do it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it unless, like, there's a reason to. Come on. <laughs> Are you, yeah, okay. Maybe I'll see this if we ever put it on Instagram, but I know uh, I we're just, really bad I, at this I, whole, like now no, we're recording a, with video and we were going to post videos from I, recording. Yeah. To be fair, we've been busy. Like your boy's been pulling uh, 12 true. hour days, three weeks, almost consecutively. So, yeah, you know, um, I've but, been a little less busy, but I, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, um, so yeah, I really is, yeah, like I agree. commercial. I agree. Good commercial. Sorry for talking over you there. No, you're good. I'm going to send you a thing of M&M's in the mail. Yes. Uh, they got to be the peanut butter ones, though. Fucking. Ugh. I was kind of disappointed that they were only like the peanut butter ones like once. I was like, mm-hmm. eh, regular M&M's peanut are peanut ones fine. a lot in the commercial. Yeah, is. I think that's mostly because like the red and yellow ones are featured the most in their ads, you know? Yeah. Um, But I would, I would, uh, I would say they need to start featuring the peanut butter ones because those are the superior M&M's in my yes. home. Yep, uh, I would see. agree. Another good one, surprisingly, was the lemons one. I don't like Bud, um, but I thought that that was kind of. And there's a lot of seltzer. They like, like apparently, like we're we're just like marketing like hard seltzers. Uh, yeah, because I think late 2020, I think they're popular. Like you're probably sparkling right. Sparkling like, water has become mm-hmm. so popular, mm-hmm. and now it's like let's make it hard. So yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I kind of want to try the Bud Hard Seltzer Lemonade. I kind of want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that I feel like the 2020 was bad was like the low-hanging fruit, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we get it. Like, yes, everyone mm-hmm. hated 2020, but it, it had less to do with the year and more to do with the fact that, like, on a global scale, the pandemic was not handled well. You know, yeah. so... Like right. in some place, like in very small pockets of the world, I'm looking over at New Zealand and in Australia right now, and Australia is less small, but like, yeah, outside of there, like the pandemic really wasn't handled well on a global scale. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, it was low-hanging fruit to say that last year was, like, rough or whatever, or a mm. lemon. But I thought it was an interesting twist. And, like, as... A twist all... of lemon, perhaps? <laughs> I didn't even... Pun unintended. But I thought, like, as I was watching it and watching all the lemons fall down and everybody having to, like, run and whatever, and, like, they show a wedding being ruined by this and the bride crying and stuff, like, it just... The metaphor, the yeah, metaphor was, was, they thought it out pretty the, the well. The metaphor was solid. The metaphor was yeah. solid. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. For sure. I was so, just like, okay, another commercial about how 2020 was bad. We get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I also enjoyed, there was a Sam Adams commercial where uh, horses get loose and just like crash through all that stuff. Like that part was whatever, but I love that it's just like a dude at the end. Cause like, I fucking love a Boston accent. Like I just do. Um, <laughs> where he's like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Your cousin from Boston. I'm really bad at accents. <laughs> I get the idea though. I get where you're going for that. Mm. I understand. Yeah. So um, that one didn't hit me as hard, but I, I can see like, <laughs> I love the, just like the, the pin pulling and like the majestic, yeah. the, the horse was majestically running. And then right. like all of a sudden, like immediately being like, oh no, this is what would really happen. Like motherfuckers oh, yeah. would be getting thrown through windows and shit. Oh yeah. 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 Well, and I also, because of the horses, like I expected it to be like an Anheuser-Busch commercial, like the Clydesdales. Yes, right, and then it right, turns right. out to be a Samuel Adams commercial. And I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I like making fun of Bostonians. <laughs> we love you people from Boston that we be listening to our podcast. We really do. Yes, we do. Uh, yes. The baby commercial was cute. I thought the, the one where it's like, hey, baby, you can like do all this stuff. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, that seems like a very like 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s kind of strike. But I, mm-hmm. I still, which obviously hits right where we live uh, here in this podcast house. But yeah. like. I still liked it a lot. Yeah, um, it was cute. I genuinely cannot remember what it was advertising, but I thought it was cute. Uh, Huggies. Huggies is what it was. Yeah. And it was talking about how, like, we're not just diapers. Mm-hmm. Kind which, of. Yeah. Which was a little bit roundabout, but like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, um, it's a really long commercial, but Super Bowl commercials often are really long, especially right, the ones right, right. online. Um, um, so. Let's see. Here. The one that didn't really do it for me was... um. The the Craig Robinson Pizza Hut one? I was just yeah. like, okay. This is like a regular commercial featuring Craig Robinson to me. Right. Like, That's I liked funny. it because it was Craig Robinson. And, yeah. like, it was a reference Pac-Man and showed mm-hmm. a Pizza Hut as it looked in our youth. Yes. but Which they're kind of starting to go back towards. Yeah. And kind of made me want pizza. But, like, it, yeah, there wasn't really anything special about it. Mm-hmm. Likewise yeah. with the, um, the Bud Light commercial... Where like it was like Bud Light Legends or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I I feel like I might have gotten that better if there was like if I had paid I guess if I paid more attention to the Bud Light lore because I know that like Cedric right. the Entertainer has done stuff for Bud Light and I know that Post mm-hmm. Malone has done it, but like to just mm-hmm. see like this guy this like guy standing with a tipped over Bud Light truck and then all of a sudden fucking portals open like like the Avengers I was just like. Okay, but if you're trying to tell me that fucking Post Malone and Cedric Alexander, uh, Cedric, Cedric, that's a wrestler, sorry, Cedric the Entertainer are like your legends, I'm like, but why though? 
Yeah, I know. I was like, I feel like the concept of this commercial is interesting, but because I don't pay attention to Bud Light commercials, mm -hmm. I, didn't I didn't even really know who the guy that was it. singing was. They were just like, sing it, dude. And I was just like, no. Yeah. And at the end, he was like, Bud Legend, save the day. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was not super into that one either. Uh, the lawn care one was pretty decent. Um, Which one was that? That's the one where uh, John Travolta and his daughter were like, oh, doing yeah, dancing. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one wasn't bad. I love I love a good Martha Stewart appearance in my commercials. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the dude, I, I can't remember the guy's name. He's on The Office, though. He's a black guy in The Office. I think his name is Leslie. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's in there as well. I love that uh, John Travolta's daughter is like the red button. He's like, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And they're doing all of like the grease dances and stuff. You know, John Travolta looks good, bald. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at first. He um, did a film. He did a film with um Kevin Hart last year, mm, where Kevin okay. Hart was like, "I want to be an action star," and he didn't play himself. But like, that's like the first time that I saw like bald John Travolta, and it okay. took me a minute because like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't really think of John Travolta, I guess, when I think of action stars. And, like, the last time that I, like, cognitively remembering, remember seeing him, he had some hair on his head. Mm -hmm. So seeing that, I was just like, what the fuck? Is that John Travolta? Yeah. It is. Yeah, it oh. a second in this commercial. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, that commercial is okay. Uh, the um, T-Mobile one, I feel like they were incredibly lucky. I don't know how they – I don't know if they planned that one out, but uh, – it, it, it was incredibly lucky. Maybe they would have pivoted in a different direction or what have you, but um, it was also clever. I liked it. And Which crush was that again? So that's the one with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski in it. Yes. Yeah. yeah that, that one, one only weird. really worked because his of what team happened. won. Yeah. yeah. Um, or at least that he got to the Super Bowl. Because like, right. like if he didn't get to the Super Bowl, then that commercial doesn't hit as hard as it does. No. Uh, for, for those of you who don't know, um, there was uh, a big old controversial uh, situation regarding um, G Rob Gronkowski. He retired at the end of last year, essentially. They mm -hmm. were they both played for the New England Patriots of the NFL. And Gronk was like, I'm done. And uh, Tom Brady's contract was up. And so it was like, uh, are they, uh, is Tom Brady going to play again? Is he going to stay with Bill Belichick in New England? What happened? And then mm -hmm. I don't know if he like signed or got traded or what, but like, he ended up in Tampa Bay with mm -hmm. Rob Gronkowski. Like Rob came out of retirement to join him in Tampa Bay. And so okay. the commercial is like Tom being like, I don't know if I've got it anymore. And like Rob is like, yo, retire like the soft sand. And like, it's so cool. It feels like winning another one. But because like Tom Brady, who like was probably on like his own fucking private cell service because he has <laughs> that much money. So I immediately couldn't buy the bit, but I was just like, it is kind of funny that like he was on shitty service, so he just heard, "Hey Tom, you're soft. You won't win another one, or like whatever, however it right, glitched." Yeah. And he it didn't was... think to be like, "You want to email me what you said?" Because I didn't quite catch it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Goes, Maybe I will win another one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he has a press conference, being like, "I got, I got more in the tank, and I'm not soft or anything, and I'm doing it with Rob." And then it cuts to Rob, who like. Here's your wrestling connection for the episode. Rob Gronkowski, after he retired, went to WWE for a little bit until, like, apparently he was coerced into going and playing another year of football and was like, hey, so you know how I was going to, like, wrestle for a bit? Yeah, I'm not doing that now. See you later. 
Yeah, I did like that. How, yeah, in this press conference, Tom's like, like, and Rob's coming with me. And they cut to him and he's like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm retired from retiring? Mom, where's my football pants? Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. I love that. Mom, where's my football pants? <laughs> oh, man. A man who, like, literally makes millions of dollars to play football just being like mom where's my football pants just like it got me a little bit over the funny bone not yep. gonna lie yeah he, he plays he plays like a, a kind of like that kind of doofy kind of thing mm-hmm. pretty well speaking of doofy that fucking will ferrell commercial oh my god oh my god that, that man like you think that like sometimes like people just like kind of fall off like their comedy just doesn't really just like catch on as you go on mm-hmm. and on. And like mm-hmm. we're talking about Will Ferrell here who was like the king of immature comedy in like the mm-hmm. like the 80s, 90s and like early 2000s, you know. Mm-hmm. Just him being like going and like finding Aquafina and Keenan Thompson because they were just like, "Hey, we need minorities. Come along." <laughs> <laughs> um and just being like, hey, Norway, we were coming for you. And then he just ends up in fucking Sweden. <laughs> Which, okay. So what I fucking love about this commercial is, A, it's funny. Yes. B, it's about electric vehicles. So Which I is like great. that. Yes. And how it's about, like, how Norway sells more electric vehicles or whatever than the U.S. does and how we're coming for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Will Ferrell's wife is Swedish. Oh, Okay. She's I didn't like, know that. from Sweden. I did not know um, And so he lives in Sweden sometimes, like parts of the year. Mm-hmm. And so like as soon as this commercial started and he was ranting about Norway, I was just like, this is the, he's a perfect choice for this mm-hmm. to rant about Norway because of his connections to Sweden. But what I love about it is that Keenan and Aquafina end up in Finland and he yes. ends up in Sweden yeah. and like nobody gets to Norway <laughs> Yeah, I did like that commercial shout out too. To the, shout out to our Norway friends. Yeah. <laughs> but we are we are coming for you. Uh, we definitely are. Uh, I know that Volkswagen is not American, but I'm very excited about the electronic cars that the, mm-hmm. that Volkswagen is making. And uh, I saw the GM logo, and I was like, you know, I don't hate it. Yeah, because it's like yeah. a lowercase G now. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's more. It's more electric minded because it's kind of like an electric blue and the gotcha. light behind it. Gotcha. And the and I and maybe I missed it. Maybe I'm incorrect in thinking it, but I'm pretty sure that the, the G was lowercase. Okay. Whereas normally an uppercase. Yeah, G. yeah. Yeah. Uh, um I love that he fucking put it like had his car just driven into a goddamn ocean liner, like <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're coming Norway. Three, 30 new EVs by 2025. Yes, I was yep. correct. It is a lowercase g, and there is a underline under the M. And it's like a it's a much more electric blue color. Gotcha. Now, okay. As opposed to what it used to look like. Okay. Um, another one that was, you know, I thought was kind of funny, but it was just like, I was just like, oh boy, pushing the line. Amazon's uh, Michael B. Jordan commercial. Oh. I, I was like, this serious, went some places. But it also was like not suitable for work. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, so I was like, oh shit, like Amazon, and we're going to get a little controversial for a second. Amazon's trying real hard to distract between Jeff Bezos. Uh, st- I'm going to say stepping down because he's definitely not stepping away. Like he's, 
No. He's still in, he's in not a, really snuping down either, but I it, mean he's I mean he's still on like some high up board in the company, so he's just like, it's actually like about as much power, just like less public. I was gonna say he's like just gonna be more <laughs> shadow shadow mm -hmm. powerful. So it's almost to... it's almost sketchier, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um Um Yeah. Speaking of of not safe for work, so there's a, a meme that's going around there's a meme that's around and it's a picture of this girl that's in um, drawn in the style of Pokemon. It's like one of the po like a character from Pokemon, mm -hmm. um, and she's like standing with like a peace sign over her eye, like like and someone's taking a photo, mm -hmm. and it has like the full list of problems, which is like Amazon is trying to like de like destroy labor unions, um, this this thing, other thing, and then in the center, like right over the chest, it says Jeff Bezos stepping down as CEO, and then it mm -hmm. has the rest of the things, and you look at the phone that's taking the picture, and it's just zoomed in on the chest. <laughs> I haven't like, seen ah, it, but yeah, that is where your focus true. is. Right, yeah, that's the thing, is that like him stepping down um it's totally pulling focus and then this commercial like i wanted to hate it because i fucking hate amazon mm -hmm. um for so many reasons but it, i did i did kind of like the commercial. right totally <laughs> totally so but hey michael b jordan is getting out there and he's an attractive man so um I, i'm not at all surprised by that mm -hmm. um yeah i mean it's it was it was an amusing commercial i just wish it wasn't amazon that did it yeah. Uh, and then let's see. I feel like there's one or two other ones I may be missing off. Oh, uh, the one. So I'm I'm not product endorsing anything, but I, I will say that the major melon Mountain Dew is good. Um, I showed Amelia the Fever Dream um, commercial that was featuring John Cena, who actually mm -hmm. can be seen because there's lots of watermelon around him. So you just kind of like catch his outline. That's a joke about John Cena. You can't see me. Um, <laughs> That one wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad. It was, I mean, it was not what I expected. Mm -hmm. um, and I was telling Amelia, like, before we started that, like, because the whole bit of the commercial is, is whoever tweets or, like, emails in the exact number of bottles could win a million dollars, which obviously they, you know, they're doing that to cover themselves. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you're not sure because there's bottles on flags and there's bottles on the hood of the car like printed so it's like does that count as a bottle does it have to be like an actual like bottle that you can see like there's a watermelon dog which you have to watch the, i i'm not going to describe you have to watch the commercial any description yeah. of it will not do it justice yep. but like there's a watermelon dog and on its collar is a small bottle of it and it's like okay i would assume that all images are counted but i don't know that so yeah, um, so yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a little sketchy, but I'm sure someone's gonna like run an yeah. algorithm and be like, there are exactly 742 bottles of Mountain Dew in yep. this. Uh... Which, by the way, if you use that number and you win that million dollars, you owe us like a couple thousand. I'm just saying, because <laughs> <laughs> we know like you know, prize tax is gonna cut a big chunk out of that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. which mini rant like. Obviously, that's not how contests work. But like, if you say you could win a million dollars, the prize should be like a million dollars after the taxes, just straight up. Like, it, yeah, like I, I don't know, that. like American like litigation. And I have a friend that like probably doesn't know um, that that part of the law. But like, I feel like if you advertise mm -hmm. a contest where you say I am going to give you three million dollars if you win this thing. Mm -hmm. And then you turn around and say, oh, by the way, uh, Uncle Sam wants half of that approximately. Mm -hmm. So you get 1.5. Mm -hmm. No, 
make it a four point like make it make it so that after the taxes yeah. the recipient gets three million dollars well i feel like usually there's an asterisk and then a, in the small print it says mm-hmm. something about taxes or whatever so that's how they get yeah buy it legally but yeah, yeah. but you know um, it's, but it's still just like, it sucks <laughs> that's just that's just like my another mini rant that i'm having yeah. in an episode full of rants where it's just like you should just yep. do that yeah like you know if you're if you're saying that the jackpot for some sort of like you know gambling thing is 68 million dollars make it so that after the taxes and stuff they win 68 million dollars mm-hmm. because the let me tell you <laughs> if i won 68 million dollars like the greater Milwaukee areas, like st- like economy is getting fucking boosted. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> I will do a lot. I can do a lot more positive with sixty eight million dollars than I can with like thirty three or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can still I can still work with that money, but you're giving me less money at the end of the day. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, so there's that. Um, I think. Oh, the. The commercial with um, it was I think it was the salsa commercial. Don Cheadle was in there, and then you realize that like a bunch of the celebrities that show up are like fake or whatever. I was like, oh okay, I, I'm glad that Don Cheadle's getting work, but like, it didn't really hit me where I lived. And then the yeah. one commercial with the Pringles, I was like, sorry Pringles, you didn't do it for me this week this yeah, year either, because it was just like yeah. this like um this ship comes like this spaceship comes down and lands and like where is everybody and they're too busy like stacking pringles and i didn't even really really get it at first because like yeah I didn't he's got either. like yeah he's got like a pringle in his hand and then he gets like a pringle that's like a third of the size so it like barely fits and like stacks it on top and he's like we did it ah and like the 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 like astronauts in the background are like hello and it's just like okay yeah, i've never yeah, it was kind of stupid. Yeah, you know? and then they're like, they're like, oh, we're saved because like a big old ocean liner comes through, but then they're stacking chips, and so the two the people are like sad and thunderstorm. I was like, ah, really yeah. good for me. Yeah, there was there was bound to be some misses, and I'm you know, yeah. it's the 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 thing with these commercials, I think generally, with the exception of the one we're going to talk about in a minute, they were just like they were misses, but it's like these this would still be okay as a regular commercial. Right, that's what you I know? felt. Um, cause the video that we will link in the description, the one that we watched was like supposed to be like 10 funniest Super Bowl commercials or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are the 10 funniest really. And again, it was like, I expected more from Super Bowl commercials, mm-hmm. I think overall. Oh, I, forgot but... about the, oh, I forgot about the Maya Rudolph one. I didn't realize that was Maya Rudolph until like towards the end of the commercial. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's some weird I don't remember what it was, but it was some weird uh, commercial with like four my four tiny Maya Rudolphs on tiny horses, um, like paying for boots in payments. So it had Karna? something to do with like an app that like what's Karna, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and so I thought that was really weird because it was like something that only vaguely sounded familiar to me. Um, so the fact that it was like had a big star in it and nobody really knew what the product was was mm-hmm. um kind of interesting but i fucking love maya rudolph yeah i like 
through the commercial, I was like, who is that? What voice is that? Because I didn't realize at first that all four were the same. Mm -hmm. And they pitched her voice down, you know, or they Mm -hmm. pitched her voice up, I guess, because she was smaller. Tiny. Um, Yeah, yeah, tiny Maya Rudolph. So I guess the whole bit behind Klarna, not that you you asked or care, but like... um, Is that it's like a bank that you can essentially be like, I want to buy this thing. So you just pay in four installments Mm. as opposed to just paying it all at once. So it's kind of a way for someone to get like those designer boots that they really want that are like $700 and they can go, okay, well, I don't have $700, Mm -hmm. but I can sign up for a Klarna account and pay for, you know, a fourth of it now and then a fourth Mm -hmm. of it later until I've paid it off kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. Um at least that's what I, I have assume. questions about how that's different from a credit card, but um, <laughs> it's not. But it is more simplified. Yeah. Um, because essentially, I think that that's what it is. Is it is a, a it is a credit card, um, and but they but it's just like straight up like a you pay for installments like you pay fifty now you pay fifty later yeah. so on and so on and then and now you have paid for this two hundred dollar item bingo right. bingo yeah. so it's like a more simplified credit card is what I would have to you know say. Right. Um, so, uh, all right. So enough of that. Let's talk about, uh, this brand new unofficial segment called Amelia's got a bone to pick with you motherfucker (laughs) presented by Amelia. (laughs) That's not what it's called. No, I like it. Um, so after I watched this video of the 10 funniest, I didn't realize that's what it was going to be. So I had sent it to share. I was like, we're going to watch this one and talk about the commercials in this one. And I thought it was going to be more than that because it was 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So then I Googled because I was like, I feel like there's got to be other commercials that were missing that were like a big deal. And I had heard about like Bruce Springsteen was in a Jeep commercial. And so I looked that up and I was like, I didn't okay, realize that was I didn't realize that was him as a side. Note. Yeah, that's Bruce Springsteen. So first of all, Bruce Springsteen almost never does commercials so it's like kind of a big deal that he's doing this commercial um and it's this two minute long commercial of him like the jeep is barely in it there's like one jeep and it's barely in it and it's him talking about like some church that's like dead center in the middle of the 48 contiguous united states And it's all about the middle and it's all about like coming together in the middle. And at the end, it says something about like the reunited States of America. And I just want to say that whole commercial was some all lives matter bullshit. Like (laughs) I watched that and I was just like, no, 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 just no. And then I was reading this article about it from, I think the Washington post And it was talking about how like it's talk how this whole commercial is about reconciliation with no reckoning like there's no there's just like let's all get along bullshit and it's just it made me so angry it made me so angry and it made me so angry that bruce springsteen was in the commercial because like a lot of his music is about like the disenfranchised and like it, it, it just like, I mean, I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, so I guess I don't know a ton about him, but I just, it felt very like, it felt very like old musician goes soft. (laughs) That like, after having a career out of like, let's talk about like, 
being poor and like disenfranchised and marginalized and whatever, which obviously he's a white guy from Jersey. It's not exactly like whatever, but yeah, just like for that to then become this commercial, it just felt so like, I, I'm not, I'm not just going to get along with everybody because you politely asked me to. And yeah. like he specifically says in the commercial, like, like red and blue and how we need to come into the middle. And I just was like, fuck that. Fuck it. <laughs> it had a severe, um, severe uh, Kylie Jenner, Pepsi commercial vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Where it's yep. like this white person no offense um or or plenty of offense depending on how you feel about it um is like this is how we need to solve problems in america so that i can feel comfortable you know yep not like Mm -hmm. this is how you solve problems in america for everybody Mm -hmm. but it's like it's for the most part just like white people who have been mildly inconvenienced by the rhetoric mm-hmm. that has been going on the last four years that mm-hmm. are the first or and or loudest people that say we need to come together in the middle mm-hmm. and it's hard it's incredibly hard to reconcile that kind of situation when you have a significant portion of the country that literally wanted you dead mm-hmm. um, and still does uh, mm-hmm. for various reasons to kind of just point out something here like there is a twitter account that i follow and enjoy called coping maga and it shows all the people who are still very deep into the conspiracy theories and all that stuff regarding um the the most recent election and there are people going after dora the explorer of all people for teaching kids how to speak in spanish well yeah the nerve because because that is un-American somehow when America is a bunch of immigrants coming from all over the world to live in one place. Now granted English is sort of officially the language of the United States but like you know if you go anywhere in the world you know there's like people in Japan will know English they may know Chinese they may know uh, and by Chinese I mean like you know the the two different versions that you could learn like cantonese or like what we consider like chinese or what have you um i'm using air quotes there they may know like finnish or like swedish or like like people learn other languages in other Mm -hmm. countries and nobody Mm -hmm. fucking bothers like right you know like but it's it seems like it's only in america that like if you don't speak english you're evil and it's so wild to me like we can get into this in a, a, like a mini episode, like because we've ranted enough in this one, I think. But it's so wild <laughs> to me that like America is so enamored with the 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 be being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember who I was tell- talking to about this, but I was like, I remember in school, like it was cool to not know shit. Yeah, it was cool to be quote unquote dumb, and I was like, fucking right. why? Like, right. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, it just, the whole commercial just made me so angry and like just so full of like patriotic right wing, like imagery 
and moderate talking points. And it just was like, no, I'm just, no. You're a well-meaning white person, but get out. Like, I just can't, this is bullshit. (laughs) And so I sent it to Sherrick and I was like, you have to watch this one too, because I'm going to rant about it on the podcast. (laughs) Sorry, sorry to take over your rant, but like, um, no, 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 absolutely. You needed to like say what you thought of the commercial too. Yeah, no, it just, no, no. I figured we'd both, we'd be, both be upset about it. Um, but it was funny because when I was Googling it, it was like, I felt like a lot of the headlines that I saw about it were like about how great it was. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, not that I didn't expect some, news outlets to think it was great i totally expected that i just didn't expect to it i didn't expect to have to try so hard to find an article that said it was bullshit (laughs) because i did and i mean i didn't look that hard and i didn't click into a lot of them so maybe the headline was deceiving Mm -hmm. but yeah but then i got to a washington post article that was basically like why this was a terrible commercial I'll probably link it in the description because I thought it was a good short little article. It's it's um, just like it just really misses the mark and yeah. For and speaking of missing the mark, I don't uh it wasn't in here. It's Black History Month, so I'm going to be extra black. So if you're listening to this podcast and you didn't expect that, I don't know what to fucking tell you. But you can the fucking GTFO. the fucking nerve <laughs> of the National Football League to put out a message about black lives matter and not include Colin Kaepernick in the slightest. Yeah. That's is crap. some revisionist bullshit. Like I have like, it is the whitest white man move that I have ever seen on a white man's like chessboard when he has all of the pieces and you have none to be like, I'm gracious now in my like, in my education it's like no motherfucker like y'all were the first motherfuckers to run him out on a rail you and like i'm ashamed to say this like all 30 teams including the team in my state which doesn't have a fucking owner it's owned by the people like the green Mm -hmm. bay packers are are, they don't have like an owner so to speak like Mm -hmm. the other 29 teams do but y'all all decided and banded together even though like even if green bay didn't need him like they all banded together and said we're not gonna fucking sign this guy Mm-hmm. Y'all ran him out of football. Y'all fucking had people shitting all over him for years when all he did was sit. And then, uh, uh, you know, a, a Green Beret was like, hey, can you kneel instead? We'd appreciate that. Y'all made him the martyr for this fucking cause that y'all said was super unpatriotic and super shitty. And mm-hmm. like you can talk. And, and you know what? Honestly, like you can talk to me all day about how you think that Colin Kaepernick wasn't a good football player towards the end of his time in the NFL. I don't give a single solitary fuck. Mm -hmm. I really don't Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter to me if he was a good football player or not. Worst football players have been, uh, have done worse shit and Mm -hmm. stayed on rosters. Yep. We've got motherfuckers that like, like Michael Vick, fucking had dog fights and y'all allowed him to come back to the NFL regardless of how good or not he was. Yep. I'm not making any sort of statement about Michael Vick here. I'm just saying that for y'all to turn around and be like, we learned our lesson in black lives matter now. uh, Nah, y'all big fucking loss. And that's like, you know, 
one of the major reasons why I don't give a shit about football anymore because it's incredibly self-serving and it's just absolutely disgusting how they were the ones who took they they drew the hard line in the sand to be like no everyone's got to stand like y'all got to figure out a different way to protest and even then we're going to throw a fucking fit about it and then as soon as like you realize that that was a losing position you switch but you don't own the fact that you fucked it up in the first place Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that's like me going to going to somebody's house and like fucking blowing it up and then just being like sorry i learned better now I believe that blowing up houses is bad, so I'm not going to blow up any more houses. It doesn't solve the fact that your house is still fucking destroyed. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely, like, believe in the power of people and institutions learning and changing their mind. But when you don't fucking own it, it's gross. Um, And it just feels like a PR move. It's performative. Yeah. It's a thousand percent performative. Yep. Yep. So, no, not so, about that. Not about it in the slightest. And I, that's why, like, even if the Packers had made it to the Super Bowl I, and I had time to watch, I wouldn't have. I'll watch Super Bowl commercials, but I'm glad that, like, the thing that was in here did not include it because it was obviously not funny. It's funny in the sense that they thought that that was, like, the move to make again. It's very mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner handing a Pepsi uh, to an officer and then all of a sudden yeah. getting along because he's because all that was stopping him from being a fucking xenophobic bigot was he was parched, Amelia. He was parched. And the I Pepsi mean, I know when I'm thirsty, him... I do become a total bitch. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah. if I ever get to the point where what is stopping me from being a xenophobic asshole is the fact that I <laughs> didn't get a fucking mountain dew major melon y'all need to <laughs> y'all need to do something with my life uh and you have full-on permission to to just be like nah you gotta go away for a bit Sherrick. i'm sorry this isn't amelia and Sherrick. what are you doing this is amelia and and we'll find somebody new uh, what are y'all doing Sherrick's gotta go away for a bit he's gotta go he's gotta go uh to the store and get some milk and he'll be back in a couple of years it'll be fine. <laughs> that shit's wild to me like yeah. i remember when they put out that commercial and i was like so hold nope. up you're telling me that the man nope. that is sitting here and stopping it stopping justice from happening is going to stop that sense because he got a pepsi yeah no i was like what the fuck is in that pepsi <laughs> i know old 70 something thousand people should be drinking that pepsi if that's the case Oh, way more than that. More than that for sure, but like Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. Yeah. Anyway, woo boy, this was a uh, I hope you enjoyed our rant filled yeah. episode. Yeah, we came <laughs> we came back with some piss and vinegar, y'all. I'm sorry. Woo! So on that note, um if you have any thoughts about the Super Bowl commercials that we talked about, if we missed one that you desperately wanted us to cover, uh you can hit us up. Uh, on the socials, uh, you can do that by tweeting at us at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D. You can hit us on the Instagram as well. You can, uh, you know, respond to things that we post on there. If you add an at gmail.com and you put it in your email client of choice, you can also send us messages because we know not everybody has nor wants a Twitter account. It's kind of a weird ass place to be, especially in 2021. And if you need any sort of fucking proof of that, 
and I'm not saying this to dog the person because I think he's incredible. Go to little, little Nas X's Twitter account. That's all I'm just going to say. I'm not well, dogging him at all. I'm my impressed. My curiosity is. Uh... I am impressed. It, it, like genuinely. Actually, you know what? No, fuck it. We're having two WTF is this, uh, <laughs> this week. So uh, I didn't make up a theme song for it, but this is Amelia. What the fuck is this? Part one. Amelia, go right fucking now to little Nas X's Twitter account. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not putting this in the description. This is how we know if you if you respond to us, if you tweeted us and talk about how you went to Little Nas X's Twitter account and it's wild as fuck. That's how I'll know you listen to the episode. <laughs> it's not going in the description. I'm not mentioning it at all. I'll wait. <laughs> wait, what am I looking at? Okay, so the first tweet you should see is his pinned tweet, right? Yeah. Look at the tweet right below that. <laughs> confused yeah okay scroll down until you see a tweet that he put out with him in pink he's wearing like a pink outfit okay look at the tweet directly below that what what <laughs> scroll down a couple to the one he posted on february 6th what the fuck i mean Good that's all you. I'm yeah that's all that's all I'm gonna that's all I'm gonna leave out for this particular one but his like if you keep if you keep digging you'll find even more wild shit and I'm not at all like is this for real I, I do not know oh my god uh so there's that the second one is in the normal place so uh I didn't make up a theme song for it but this is Millie what the fuck is this part two <laughs> Okay. This one is this one's gonna be real pertinent to you, uh, a brand new person to the Animal Crossing universe. Which, uh, uh, yes, I mean we finally did it. We got Amelia. Uh, thanks to uh, Jenny. Yes. So I'm on Animal Crossing now. I've played approximately half an hour. I've done literally nothing except like get a tent, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so um, excited for you. I made a couple of tools. That's it. That's like I'm literally so all. So excited for you. We, I'm so. I'm here for you. All you got to do is be like, "Hey, I kind of have this idea," and I'm be like, "What the fuck do you need, Amelia? You need better <laughs> fucking DIYs? What you need? I got you." Because <laughs> let me tell you, as somebody who likes like giving gifts and shit, like Animal Crossing, this iteration of Animal Crossing is perfect for that. Because nice. like motherfuckers will be like, "I really wish I had this DIY," and I'm like, "Merry Christmas." <laughs> nice yeah Steph was telling me she was like you have to tell me like how much help you want yes and she was like because I could just like come over and give you like a million bells right now and I was like well give me a few days to like figure it out and like try it or whatever like, but give I'm... me a few days to struggle before I'm like give me yeah, the yeah, money yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I you know I'm the kind of person who plays the sims and immediately rosebudded Rosebud's that shit and gets mm -hmm. all the money so um so that i can just like immediately buy what i need so i'm like you know i'll probably want you to do that at, at some point which funny enough that's what my island is called is rosebud i was mm. like what the fuck am i gonna call this island and sherry was like um you're an idiot just call it rosebud did not say you're an idiot i just no. said obviously rosebud <laughs> and you went, i'm an idiot and i yes, was like absolutely accurate. not that's accurate so that's my island the end okay so i'm gonna look at this what the fuck now
can't. I watched it like six times. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. 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 Oh, my God. What the fuck? (laughs) This does not have enough, like, likes and retweets. Come on. Shame of of Twitter sometimes is you're like, this was fire. Why did it not do numbers? Yep. So... How do I even explain this? <laughs> well, that's your deal. <laughs> it's like it's like a dude sitting down to his computer and it's Animal Crossing that he's playing, but it starts out by playing Record, which looks it, it's supposed to be Pornhub, right? Like that's what it's supposed yes, to be. Yes, the the, the, okay. the opening bit is the is the Pornhub intro. Yes, I was like, am I giving myself away that I know what the Pornhub intro is? <laughs> Oops. Share space right now. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, a dude opens the door, like, dude, what's going on in here? And he he looks up and he's playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> Uh, so, so for, for, to kind of just give my spin on it, it, it's, it's a guy, um, who is sitting down, like he's like rubbing his hands together, like going to watch some porn. And like, I'm assuming like, that's like the bit where like the dad is coming with a belt. Like I'm a whoop this kid for looking at porn. And as soon as he walks in, the kid is like looking up at him and it's, it's an animal crossing, like beat that is playing in, in the animal crossing, like like title screen is on the screen. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a real fun, really funny, but uh, you didn't need me to say that. Cause that's not the name of the segment. Um, <laughs> any who's what's and where's that was the, that was the WTF parts one and two for the week. Yes. Shout out to little Nas X, like honest and for truly, like I, I'm not dogging for him <laughs> to have the, just the lack of fucks to give, to post the content that he posts on his Twitter mm-hmm. account is yep. true courage. And, like like there is zero sarcasm here. I really respect him as a person and as an artist. So I just think that the post the shit that he posts uh, blows my mind, and I had mm-hmm. to show it. I had to show it to the world. So yeah, uh, that was a true it, what the fuck. In in like a good way. I was just like yeah. word, what? and I love that some of the comments. Like some people are like, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't like this, should I? Like <laughs> <laughs> fucking like it if you want. Who gives yep. a shit? Yep. Um. But yeah, so um, you can find Amelia at Shake Meets World. I am at A Black Sparrow. Um, pretty much everywhere. I have recently joined TikTok. I have kind of been soft freezing on all of my social media because of the busyness uh, of, of working on the island. So I will start getting back into that starting the a couple of days after this episode goes live. Mm-hmm. Um, and please, uh, please know that the WTFs will be less late once I am, you know, not busy running around I, I know like was it last week that i like was like 12 hours late i was like fuck yeah <laughs> but okay. um yeah i figured y'all are fine with it no one no one cares uh more than me i think but um just know that i am aware and i hope uh that once things get calmed down a little bit those will go up at their normal time yeah amelia anything you want to plug or pitch or anything that's happening in before, no, we, before we leave I don't these think people so. in just a, a haze of our anger <laughs> yeah no i'm over it i'm i'm fine i'm good (laughs) so Um, yeah 
I guess with that, I've been Amelia. I've been Sherrick, and sometimes, you know, you just gotta, like, go and, like, you're, like, at school, and you, like, really like this girl, and, like, it's cold out, and you're just gonna, like, go saddle up and be like, hey, I like you, but then you think that she's falling in love with this other guy, and then there's this scene in the pool where, like, you push the other guy into the pool, and, like, through, like, some weird series of events, you end up with the girl, and you get to kiss her, and then they make it into, like, a Nickelodeon film with, like, the little orange VHS case. It's kind of cool. Bye! <laughs> Bye!